Happy Hump Day, everybody. We've got a great show coming up for you. We're talking the latest Disney rumors and news. But first, we want you to go ahead and check out our wonderful friends over at WaltExpress.com. I'm checking them out right now, and you can become a Disney expert. It is easy. Simply subscribe, and you'll receive info on deals, tips, and all things Disney. The 2019 dates have been released. And Walt Express Travel is working hard booking Walt Disney World vacation packages for all other guests, or as we like to say, and you've heard us before, call it our Ohana. It doesn't take much to book early. It only requires a $200 deposit that is completely 100% refundable up until 31 days before your vacation. You're with great individuals getting the best rates and rooms possible. Become a part of their Ohana and ours and contact them today at waltexpress.com. Click on the contact tab on the upper right-hand banner and the message let them know that, hey, Nick and Vicky from the Mousecapades podcast sent you, and they will sprinkle some pixie dust on your next Disney vacation. So go ahead and check them out. WaltExpress.com. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So... Grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy. Welcome back and happy hump day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Nick and I'm here with Vicky and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. We got lots of rumors and news for you and Vicky's going to hit us off on our first story. So why don't you go ahead, Vic? This is episode 322 and it's Wednesday, Nick. So you know what that means, right? Hump day news. We're going to dish. We're going to dish some news and some rumors and maybe a little bit of history. But before we get started, we'd like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. So my first story today, Nick, is a sad one. And I didn't know where to put this middle end or whatever. It's still going to be sad. So where you just came from, not even two weeks ago, Pop Century, there is a Disney cast member that passed away from an industrial accident. Did you see that this week? I saw that and... And details have not been released, but uh, this is concerning. You know, I've taken quite a few trips where either somebody passes away while I'm there or just within a week. This happened when I stayed at the Art of Animation a handful of years ago. The following week, a cast member passed away there. And, you know, obviously, I believe it was last year's trip or the year before. Uh, my, my dates are... I'm misremembering my dates, but you know, you had the little boy that was taken under by the alligator and then you had the shooting at the Pulse nightclub. Yep. And uh, I was there for, for all those events. And um, and I, I actually think w- one time when you came home from Art of Animation, there was a toddler that, that drowned in the yes. in the pool yes. of Art of Animation as well. Yes. So I could so see where you more. think that, but it, it's not you. So, well, 
Oh, it's, I'm not thinking that. Oh, because you said I'm starting to feel a little I, weird about this. No, it concerns me because like it just seems like a black uh, cloud. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, so you said next year this you're going to is... stay at Coronado, so we're all good. But this guy um, on nine eighteen a.m. on July the ninth, so it was Monday this week. Someone called nine one one and said that there was a guy in his late thirties that was unconscious. Um, he must have looked pretty. <laughs> Older than he was because his actual age, he's been now identified by the Orlando Sentinel, is 33 years old. And his name was Gosh, that's young. Juan Alberto Ojeda. And I know, I know, because every time that there's somebody younger than me, that just wigs me out. Very sad story. No life. But yeah, you're right. There is no cause at this time. And uh, George Caligritis, he offered his condolences. The Walter Disney World president is who they said he is. And he said, all of us at Walt Disney World are deeply saddened today by the loss of our cast member. And our thoughts and concerns are with his family and friends and fellow co-workers. And they're asking people to leave the family alone right now because they're just, you know, they're suffering. They don't need the media coming over to say, what happened to your family member? Well, sure. They're getting global attention right now. This oh, yeah. Is, so anything concerning Disney is going to get that. So, yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to that family. Uh, and how do you move on from that story, Vicki? I'm thinking about... I don't. That's why I didn't think which one to do. So try to find something so, fun. So here we go. So Disney reschedules Indiana Jones 5, renames Wreck-It Ralph 2, okay? So here, and they release some dates for Jungle Cruise. Okay. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the Walt Disney Studios has altered their upcoming film schedule, including the release of Indiana Jones 5, which I would love if they just keep making Indiana Jones movies. Sort of like James but, Bond. That would be awesome. But your son's not going to understand how he keeps living because I thought that was so cute last week when he said, I just don't get it. How is he still alive? That big concrete rock rolled over him. Oh, when he, yeah, we went to Hollywood Studios. So it's just going to confuse him. So Indiana Jones 5, which has now been pushed back until July 9th of 2021. This is the second time the film's release has been pushed back. Originally, Jones 5, I'm just going to call it that, J5, uh, was scheduled for July 19th of 2019. But then it was later rescheduled for July 10th. 2020. Now it's been pushed back to July 9th, 2021. Now, this doesn't What's concern What's going on me. with this? You know what? Take your time. There's a lot of controversy over the Crystal Skull episode. Right. So take your time on this one and uh, we'll see what comes out. Other changes include moving up the release of Mary Poppins Returns. Ooh. Which has been be rescheduled from December 25th to December 19th, a few more days of 2019, about a week. And uh, 2019? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was supposed to be this Christmas. And an untitled Marvel film. Was it supposed to be this Christmas? Yeah. So maybe it was moved back a full year. Sorry. Oh. Don't An untitled um, Marvel film has also been moved up to July 30th of 2021 from February 12th of 2021. Hmm. Technically, that would be. I wonder what's back, going on. But let's see here. Included in the recent slew of announcements, it was also stated that Wreck It, or excuse me, Ralph Breaks the Internet will replace Wreck It Ralph 2, right? As I, I think before they were calling it Ralph uh, Breaks the Internet? Wreck It Ralph Breaks the Internet or Wreck It Ralph 2. It's simply just going to be called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, so they took the beginning off. So it's still going to be released, though, November 21st of 2018. There was also another announcement coming from the studios from The Hollywood Reporter that the upcoming Jungle Cruise film will be released on October 11th, 2019. And that Maleficent 2, yay, Angelina Jolie, my third wife, released. Yeah, my third wife, fourth wife. Snow White's your second. There you go. Uh, Released on May 29th of 2020. So somebody at 
school was telling us because we were taking training classes right now. Um, I know people think teachers don't work in the summer, but we do. And they were telling me yesterday and I couldn't find any information last night that the live version of The Little Mermaid's coming out this fall. But I looked for that last night. I haven't seen anything on that. That's what the I said. Version? I don't know. Um, I think they dreamed it. And these meetings are killing me. Killing me, Vicky, right now. These meetings. Well, they're long. They're a full day, people. So Disney is going to build or is did build a brand new New York Operations Center. They relocated their Walt Disney Company in New York to a building on number four Hudson Square. They obtained a 99-year land rights deal with Trinity Church Wall Street, whose involvement with the property goes back to 107 or 1,705K and grant from Queen Anne. Now, the deal is valued at $650 million now, and it's part of the deal. Disney sold their current Upper West Side campus to Silverstein, or Silverstein, however you want to say it, properties. Bob Iger, the chairman and chief executive officer of Walt Disney Company, said that they're announcing plans to build an incredible new state-of-the-art facility at 4 Hudson Square in downtown Manhattan, and it was going to ensure the employees have everything they need to do their best work and lead their way forward. In addition to being LEED certified for environmental responsibility and efficiency, the new building will also incorporate the latest technology as well as the ability to adapt to the next generation of technological advances. This move represents an historic step forward toward long-term vision for our New York operations, and the Hudson Square District is rapidly becoming a dynamic, innovative hub for media, technology, and other creative businesses. We are pleased and proud to be joining this exciting community and looking forward to investing in the growth and development of the neighborhood. New iridescent treats have been released. Disney announced that Walt Disney World, and I believe there's one at Disneyland too, there was an announcement adding several new iridescent treats. I saw the cupcake, or one of the cupcakes, and it has a, uh, what would you call it, a, a cone, or for a unicorn, what would that be called? The horn. A horn. The horn. It is really something. And so if you look at my computer here, Vicky, you'll be able to see all these new iridescent treats that they're adding to the kingdom. And you can see that we have a unicorn there, so Disney, like, so here's an example. Uh, Contempo Cafe there at Disney's Contemporary Resort, an iridescent cupcake with, con- it's going to be, it's a confetti cupcake filled with strawberry filling. But you can see it's the unicorn, right? Um, let's see. There's specifically one I want to show you. Oh, dang it. Of course, they don't have the picture up anymore. But the picture, I believe this one was at Disneyland, if I'm not mistaken. And it had the horn. Okay. And it was a really cool unicorn cupcake. And I, dude, just had this picture up last night. Well, and it's already been moved. Um, but uh, you can see all the other iridescent treats as well. Well, when you said iridescent, you know what I immediately thought of? What's that? Animal Kingdom, because I thought you were going to say, you know, that that they have that iridescent stuff at night and Pandora. Oh, yeah. That would be perfect for them to tie that in and have some treats over there, too. We were talking about some Star Wars media that made the news uh, this past week. Billy D. Williams set to return as Lando Calrissian in the next Star Wars film. And I'm sure you saw that, but you probably left it for me. Vic? Oh, I tried to leave Star Wars for you because I don't want to take your baby. The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed that Billy D. Williams, you know that scoundrel, will once again return to the role of Lando Calrissian for the next Star Wars film. Williams last appeared as Lando Calrissian in Star Wars Return of the Jedi back in 1983. So, Star Wars, let's see your episode, I guess, uh, what, what would this be? Episode, what are we at? Seven, eight? Maybe. I do not know. So, I'm trusting like, your knowledge. Yeah. Um, it's going to be filming later this summer with J.J. Abrams, so glad that J.J. Abrams is back. Everyone has their opinion on the last episode that came out, um, The Last Jedi, and I'll be honest, I, I had to watch 
it three or four times to become somewhat of a fan of that episode. I'm really not a fan of the latest episode of Star Wars, but I did like the Han Solo film, which uh, there they was redeemed con- themselves in your heart. There was some controversy over that. You were telling us before we recorded as well, right? And it didn't make us enough money. You know, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that last and week. Disney was like, dude, you know what? Um, maybe we're slow down. Yep. So anyway, I wanted to bring that up. Billy D. Williams set to return as Lando. So the winner, Holiday Magic, is coming to Walt Disney World on November the 8th. Disney understands magic and holiday spirit. If you've listened to Nick and I talk at all, they know how to do it. They know how to make the guests feel special in the fall and at wintertime. And so you'll be able to enjoy the magical season with special offerings, events, and more starting on November the 8th. And Disney has announced that their holiday offerings for Walt Disney World guests are festive activities, treats in all four parks, and the resorts and at Disney Springs. So be looking for that. And if you haven't booked your vacation for Christmas and you would like to do that, feel free to give us a call. We would love to help you out with that. Definitely, definitely. So my next story is about uh, an outage that took place last Friday. And you may have seen this, Vicki. I don't think I, I talked about it with you, but I talked about it with a couple clients. So Disney had a four-hour network outage last Friday. And so I had troubles with uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had troubles with, uh, you know, Walt Disney World Travel Agent site. It just wasn't working properly. So you, uh, listeners, our family may have noticed that on last Friday, July 6th, that uh, multiple Walt Disney Company websites were not working for about four hours. According to Orlando Sentinel, this was a ride- widespread problem affecting a variety of Disney-related content, including Walt Disney World websites, Disney Cruise Line websites, the ESPN website and more, like including the MDE and stuff like that. The outage lasted between about or lasted between about 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There was a spokeswoman that came on and addressed the situation, saying that it was due to routine maintenance on the network. I didn't see any message, you know, because of the Disney Travel Agent site. Right. There will be a message right there in the banner saying, you know, and. and it won't say in five days. It will tell you when. Right. Between what time, such and such, you know, routine maintenance. It. We never had, we as the guests. Right. And travel agents never had a message on that site, never had a message on MDE or anything. So so now you're you're hearing a lot from people that are posting things online saying, I'm not buying it, you know, I, you know. I've worked in IT for over 34 years. Right. And things like this doesn't happen on multiple networks. And I don't know if all the programs are connected to one network. I would think no, for the security purpose alone. I don't know, but I guess it would make sense if it was connected on one huge network. I don't know how that would work. I'm not in IT, so that I do not know. But what I do know, I was very frustrated when I was trying right. to pick up prices and quote for people. Well, and and the thing is, they put that out for July the 6th, but I was having problems the week before when I was booking a trip for someone. And every time I would try to put something in, it would say, sorry, this page must have been eaten. And then there was a picture of Stitch. Right. So that happens often, especially when you're trying to pull up information on a previous reservation, typically with Disneyland Resort. Right. I typically get that. But yes, there were uh, last week a few times where I'd pull stuff up and it would give me that message on my phone. Now, I, f- I figured maybe it's just because it was my phone. Right. But well, that's why I went to my main computer because somebody I was out and about and the person I told the person I'm having a hard time on my phone. I'll wait till I get home. And then I got home and I said, I'm really sorry. It's still showing. She was totally cool about it and I really appreciated it, but I felt horrible because I had no control over fixing it. So the next story that I have is about the Disney Emoji Blitz game. Then it's celebrating its second anniversary. Nick and I both joined the Disney Emoji Blitz when it first came onto our phones 
I don't know, Nick, I haven't talked to you about it recently. Do you still have that on your phone? I'm not a game person. You know, I played it for maybe 20 minutes and stopped. You played a lot. I know a couple of our listeners played as well, and you interact and talk to some of our listeners about it. Right. I just couldn't get into it. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm growing up, Vicky. I, uh... I don't really play the PS4 much anymore either. I haven't in years. Well, it's not so much for the game. My reasoning behind it is you cannot buy Disney emojis. You have to play this game to earn them. And that is the reason that I do it. That's probably why I gave it up. So it's just said that 2018 is shaping up to be a big year for the Disney emoji Blitz app. They've reached over 500,000 daily players. They have 20 million overall players. So they're celebrating their second anniversary. Uh, Emoji Blitz is having a special contest in the app to give away. So the players can take part in the festivities of the anniversary right now and through July 17th. I don't know what they're talking about because I've actually have played it in the last couple days. I won't tell you where because you could probably figure that out where we've been the last couple days and I've been bored. So try to stay awake. I have to keep myself awake. No kidding. During our meetings, <laughs> I got called out. Did you? I wasn't even on a device. I just got called out for not looking at the speaker. Oh, really? I'm not even kidding. Like another teacher was like, no, oh. she did come over, but we really were talking. But I think because we've already been using this program, we didn't get called out as much. We could give her an answer about it. But anyway, so you can participate in this. Just go on Disney Emoji Blitz. If you don't have it already, you can go to the Apple uh, store or go to Google Play and pull this up. It's really fun. And from what I understand, I never played Candy Crush before. From what I understand, it's very similar to Candy Crush, except for that you earn Disney uh, Emoji for your phone to use. And I got to tell you, it is really fun. Um, I did the 10 day countdown with one of my people that are there at Disney right now. And every day I sent her three new emojis and she thought that was pretty cool. So the only thing with the emojis, though, with that game, I wish they were actual size of your emojis that are already pre-stored in your phone or any emoji that you can download via any other app. They seem to be larger. They are larger. When you send them to me. Yeah, they're probably stacked five or six emojis high right and five or six emojis wide like they're ginormous they're pretty big i wish they were like but that might transfer on your phone because they're not quite that big on my phone but are they still large they're larger than the regular yeah, emojis see, why is that that's weird disney fixed that 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 just wigs me out like that i don't right. know but it's pretty fun well i thought of you when i saw this article what disney world extends free dining oh and really I know you saw this i did not see this well, yeah, so extends free dining offer to book by August 1st. So the article just basically states that, you know, the timing on this extension couldn't be better. It's a perfect time because of Toy Story Land, you know, that was that was just opened up with all the new rides with Alien Swirling Saucers and Slinky Dog Dash. And you get to eat at, you know, Woody's Lunchbox. Not not to sit here and, and campaign for Toy Story Land, but this is a great deal that they're extending this. So if you book by August 1st, they're extending the free dining offer. So I don't know how many more they have available, but... You know what I'm going to say to you now, right? Yes, I do. What am I going to say to you? Okay, I was calling your bluff. What, what, what are you going to say to me? That means now you can go with us in the haunts to Christmas. It's the airfare that kills you, though, sometimes. So you can so- drive and meet us there. I guess we could. Because they're not getting there till the 23rd. Yes, we could. Yes, you could. I'm calling that in as soon as we're going to record. I totally want you.
want you to go because now you get the chance to be with us, and that's why they wanted you to go because talking and I'll free dining right now. Okay, well I don't have that many. I just want to keep going until you tell me your trip is booked. There you go. Okay, so you know I had to say this, Nick, because it's my favorite thing to tell you when there's something of the month. And so Magic Kingdom has their announced their July hot dog of the month at Casey's Corner, and it sounds delicious. I didn't hear you say you got it. Oh, you weren't there in July, so I didn't hear you say you got the dog of the month. And the pictures that I saw was no, a naked dog. Yeah, we got three naked dogs. Jumbo naked dogs. It was a sausage party. Yeah, I saw you sent me a nice picture. Yes, I and did. I also posted it on Facebook for everybody did to see. Really? I nice. think I did. Um, pretty sure I tried to do everything you sent me. So this is the classic dog, but it has hash browns, cheddar, bacon bits, crispy onion straws, and then it's drizzled with chipotle ranch sauce. I'm sorry, guys. That sounds amazing to me. What are the dates for our, uh, and Brad, you can leave this in real quick. What are the dates of our Christmas break? Our dates are the 21st through January 3rd. Uh, You're not, I don't think, going to stay there that whole time. When are you going down? So we're going the 21st through the 31st, and the Hans are going the 23rd through the 29th. We are not. We're leaving that night. Okay, so Friday is our last day? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so if we did go down, all right. Got so you can get this July hot dog. Sorry, listeners. No, you're good. Uh, I, I'm i going to totally tie you in, and I heard your wife did say, oh, I want to go with them, so I'm going to hold her to that. Uh, it comes with a foot-long or a regular-sized dog, whichever one you want. If you have never eaten one of these before, people, if you've not heard me say this, if you're getting a foot-long, make sure you're hangry and you have somebody to share it with because with all the stuff that they're going to put on it, you're not going to have room for the French fries, which are amazing, but you also have a choice of apple slices if you are a more healthy eater. Dude, I took three bites of my hot dog and I was full. Did you? Oh my God. Well, it's so hot when you go. I just think that I encourage anybody to share anyway. um, Anybody who's booking a trip for me, I say go there and share because then you can save your quick serve points and use it for another meal. So the former Club 33 member settles a lawsuit against Disney. Did you see this? I did. This is more your baby. So if you want to talk about it, you can. I'd have to find the article. Oh, okay. I'm currently trying to look and and book book your trip for the free dining. I know. Yep. You're going to stay at uh, Pop Century or All Star uh, Music with one of us. According to the press enterprise, Cosgrove had been a Club 33 member for decades until January 2015 when he found out his membership had been terminated by Disney. Now, he filed the suit against the company, claiming that the event had led to great mental, emotional, physical, and nervous pain and suffering. Now, I don't know if that was just um, embellished or not, because I can't imagine not having that is going to cause you... I know. Some of, the, some of the things that are listed on there, but sometimes lawyers like to make it sound better than it is. So in 2015, the Disneyland spokesperson, Susie Brown, explained that the decision to not renew Cosgrove's membership was not due to him violating any of the rules, but she said repeatedly transferred and sold membership privileges, which were was a clear violation of membership. So if he totally broke the rules, I don't know how he had a case. She said, unfortunately, we were left with no other choice but to preserve the integrity of the Club 33 membership. And so they terminated his um, membership. The lawsuit claimed that Cosgrove's membership was unilaterally, unceremoniously and abruptly terminated despite his 45 years of loyal membership to the Club 33. And having his contractual and personal rights trammeled by a new generation of millennials trying to convert Club 33 into billionaires an exclusive domain and if you remember right the thing Nick before you even left for um, to serve our country you had said something about this that um, the millennials were trying to take this over and some fun- funny business was going on you may have been talking to this specific uh, article I got it I do not remember at all that was so long ago right 
but I mean, I uh, I try to keep up on what we do so that we don't over talk a, right. a, an article. But I distinctly remember you saying something about millennials trying to take over Club Thirty Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Be- be- so they're trying to get well, out. They before want- millennials start, you know, outcrying with a flood of text or podcast. I'm just reading I this out of what here. Context. I said that, and I honestly can't. No, you got it from an article. Oh, okay. So I was just reading facts. Yes, and that's well, I'm reading. Fact, but I was reading someone else's. Yes, opinion. I'm reading somebody else's opinion okay, too. It. Yes. These are not, please do not shoot the messengers. We are merely stating what we've read out of articles. So the suit argues that Cosgrove was within the ambient of protections provided by the California's financial elders abuse laws. Oh my, I mean, this is just out of control. I'm already sleeping. (laughs) So anyway, a trial on the matter was set to begin this month. However, the suit was dismissed after the two parties reportedly reached a settlement. I I was going to say, I thought they settled. Yeah, court, right? They settled okay. on May the 10th. And it says that Janet Cosgrove told the press at Enterprise that the cu- couple was on gag order. So, right. So they can't talk about it. Here's my thing. Can but I? They are not going to be returning to the park. That's what they say. But Disney went ahead and settled out of court with them and said, you're welcome back. Did you, is, that, is that in your article? Uh, no, that wasn't article in mine. I, the article I read stated that they settled out of court and everything was dropped and Disney's walking them back to Disneyland. But so maybe they're done saying this before and they got away with it or they got in trouble for it. Excuse me. Now they did it again. They settled out of court. Now the family is saying they're not coming back, but Disney's right. saying you're welcome back. So why would Disney say you're welcome back if, if that family was so in the wrong to begin with? And who was it again? Who took who to court? It was Disney took them to court, right? No, no, no. Um, or they took the Disney man to court took them to court because they wanted to be able to sell their Club 33 memberships, correct? They wanted to be able to give some of the membership privileges to sell them to, to other people. Else. Right, right. And and they're saying that that was in the laws from the beginning and they knew that they weren't supposed to do that. So don't you find it kind of odd? Disney's all of a sudden saying, because they did, and in the article that I read, you can just take, please take my word for it, listeners. The article I read, Disney is welcoming them back to Disneyland. You know, they're not like saying you're no longer welcome. They're right. allowing to keep their membership and they're allowing to come back. I don't know. I just think it's weird. And the story itself is like... There's a TV a ton, show. We don't know. There's a ton, obviously. Right. We, we don't, don't hear know. both sides. And uh, well, if they're welcome back to the park and they get to keep their memberships, there is a ton that we do not know. No, it didn't say they get to keep their membership. It just said that they you're saying they were welcome back to the I'll park. I'll see if I can find okay. it. I'll see if I can find yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be good. But let me bring before I do that, though, let me bring up my next article I wanted to bring up. And I thought this was really neat, Vicki, for Florida residents. Walt Disney World introduces new Florida resident theme park select annual pass. This is great. If I lived in Florida, I would be all over this. Now, this price or the the pass only costs $439 okay that is way better than the $800 you know that that currently AP holders pay out right now if you live in Florida you get a little bit of discount but check this out Florida resident theme park select pass it's priced at $439 it's another option for Florida residents who are looking for access to at least one theme park during most times of the year each park's availability is accessible online. You can go ahead and look. There's a 13-month blackout calendar that you can look at. Uh, let's see here. The following days and parks are set blackout dates. So Magic Kingdom Parks, uh, the Magic Kingdom Park on Sunday. You can't go to the Magic Kingdom, the MK on Sunday. Oh. I'd be okay with that. You know, if you want it's to go It's usually really busy anyway. Friday night. You know, exactly. If you want to go on a Friday night or a Saturday, I'm completely okay with that. Or during the week if you want to, you know, call in sick, play hooky. Epcot on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays during... Now, just during International Food and Wine Festival. Because, again... I am completely okay with that. If it's totally Florida. crazy. I wouldn't be going on the week. Well, right. I would be, but I mean, I'd probably, if I had my pickings, I would stay away from the weekends and go during the week. And there are multiple uh, theme parks during the run Disney events. Again, 
you're probably gonna stay away. If you're living in Florida, you know what dates to stay away, right? And if you and if you read a bunch of like we do, we're always reading articles, right? Sending them out to clients just for our own knowledge. We know when it's a good time and, and not so great time to go to the parks. Just last week with some of our listener questions, yeah, we had a listener that was concerned kind of nervous, uh, about going, uh, and she was gonna go what I think next spring or something like that. You know, you begin to know when to go and when when not to go. And right. definitely, if I lived in Florida. I'm sure I wouldn't be going during these times. The Florida Resident Theme Park Select Pass includes at least 325 days of access. That's awesome that you get 325 days of access. So there's only 40 days you're blocked out. Right. At select parks. And at least 175 days of access to all four theme parks throughout the year. Okay. All four. So certain parks may be blocked out on certain days. Right. You know, certain days you can go to all the parks. Just depends. All Walt Disney World theme park and annual passes come complete with their own assortment. And then blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read you on that one. I'm not going to read that. So this is just for Florida residents, though? It's just for Florida residents right now. And so if you read all the responses to this, there's a lot of Florida people that are Floridians, I should say, that are extremely happy with this pass. I bet. And they're saying this is a great deal. So take advantage and be glad you live in Florida because Nick and I wish we were there. Yep. So the candlelight. Uh, hey, by the way, our friend Chrissy is there right now. Oh, in that's Winter right. Garden. Yep. Yeah, because I told her I wanted a trip report when where, she returns. Where I will live someday. Oh, yes, I will. <laughs> I think you need to tell your wife that. So we've already discussed. I told her. I said, hey, and you know, when I become old and have to live in an old person's home, right? Can I just? I'm, I'm going to live in Florida. She said, that's fine. I won't be there. I said, great. I'll probably forget you by then anyway because I can't remember anything now. Oh my god. You guys are a mess. So the Candlelight Processional Celebrity Narrators and Dates have been announced. Um, I'm not going to read the whole list, and the whole list is not actually filled out, but the processional tickets for dining packages will go on sale today, actually. They're going on sale today. I apologize. I didn't. Your friend's going to be there again. Think there clearly. Yes, I know. Whoopee. So Cheetah Rivera, Neil Patrick Harris, Whoopi Goldberg, Blair Underwood, Gary Sinise, Pate. Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune, Edward James Olmos, and Jody Benson. Now, I this is selfish of me, but I'm sad because we're actually going to see the same person that I already saw three years ago, and that is Edward James Olmos, the guy from Miami Vice, and we already heard him. Uh, not that that's bad. I just wish we could hear somebody different, but I mean, we always go on Christmas Eve, so I'm sure that's why some people are okay being away from their families, and but they can bring their family with them. I don't know, but if you've not done this, listeners, definitely, you don't necessarily have to do the dining that will guarantee you a spot to sit for sure and a good spot uh we usually go in the standby line but you need to be there 45 minutes to an hour before the show if you want to be in the standby line to guarantee that you'll get a seat in there we literally were the last in the last group of eight people that they took there was only four of us but we were in the last group of eight and brad was like giving me the evil eye was it well because we went to take a nap like we do sometimes in the afternoons and he said, we need to leave at this time to go back. And Kayla and I are like, ah, oh, we're close enough because we were sleeping on the at the beach club on their beach. And uh, we could we don't have to leave till 345. Yeah, he was right. We should have left at 330. And we just barely, if we wouldn't have gotten in, I think he might have hung us out to dry because it, it is his favorite thing. So the next article I have, and this is a great thing that Disney has been doing in years past. Disney provides hospital care packages to children's hospitals across the United States. This is this is great, man. So Disney has shown its dedication towards children's hospitals dating 
all the way back uh, to its earliest days with the delivery of care packages being a tradition for about almost 15 years now. The, tra the tradition continues through the Team of Heroes program, and this year the care packages will bring even more magic uh, to young uh, patients during their hospital stays. And this is coming from, I believe, Disney here. It says, the hospital care packages have been a critical part of the work we do for seriously ill children because they allow us to make the greatest impact by reaching children in 445 hospitals across the country. We are thrilled that this year we are able to double the value of each package received in order to deliver more opportunities to bring some comfort and joy during their stays in the hospital. This is great. You know, this is they're doing this on their own or we can order this and send it to people we know that are in the hospital. No, Disney Disney's doing this on their own. OK, I didn't know if they were wanting us to purchase something instant kind of like Operation this Christmas Child is a pretty cool. I think I'd be keeping them myself if I ordered one. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm looking at the pictures here and they got some pretty cool swag. One for you, one for the person in the hospital, right. one for you. I got it. So these very uh, these very special care packages have been designed in order to bring relief along with a sense of normalcy, you know, to the children uh, at, uh, during their hospital visit. They represent one of the ways that the company leverages their cherished characters and stories while encouraging young uh, patients and attempting to ease their stress of a hospital stay. We all get stressed out when we're in the hospital. Uh, yeah. Like me, I wig out. I, I want to be fixed and sent off on my way. Um, you know, for a child to be spending some time in the hospital, that's, that's just very sad. And, and I'm glad that while they're there, they will. Disney's doing something to, you know, alleviate some of that stress. Oh, yeah, for, them. for sure. So Disney adds the Tree of Life as a wedding ceremony location option. And I didn't know. It's about time. Oh, did you? I thought you were going to say, I already knew that. I that sarcastically. So the, the Disney fairy tale weddings that they've been airing on uh, yes. the Freeform. They're amazing. How cool would it be to have one of those weddings? We were watching one the other day and Kaylee's like, Mom, that's just not even fathomable. And th then they were saying the it's, price of one of well, them. It's magical. You know, I'm not saying it's not magical. It's a fairy tale, literally. But think about your wedding day. How yeah. much of it was a blur? Because, I mean, I can remember distinct moments of it. I remember... Aaron walking down the aisle and no one stood up. What? Yeah. Oh, you don't know that story? No. Oh, uh, no one stood up because, you know, the mother is supposed to stand, right? And that she didn't want to? Well, so she had like a broken leg. I know. Oh, I know what happened. Yeah, she broke. She but broke usually the minister like raises so his hands too. ankle. Oh. And she had surgery. Well, I don't think she was getting up because she had a broken. And this just happened, right? So she sat the whole time. And, be, and I guess traditionally, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. This is just what I've been told. It's the mother of the bride that usually stands. But usually our minister... While the father is bringing down his daughter, right? Well, she never stood up, so no one stood up. And Aaron was saying, she was whispering in her dad's ear, apparently going down, like, no one's standing dead. You know, it was hilarious. It was, what was it? That Christmas song, Canon D. They were having a kneel? Canon D, yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah, it's Canon D, right? They were in, like... I remember, I remember that being played. No one's standing. And then I remember the kiss. Uh, you know, she grabbed me by the cheeks and... and, and For real? Oh, yeah, she had yeah, both hands on the cheeks bringing me in. And... Okay. That, that's all I remember. Like, I don't remember anything else of that day. That's See, that's the thing that what I'm saying is, it is magical. And yes, I guess you have a video of it. You would remember the... I think if you were at Disney World, you would remember the entire day. I don't know. I just think you get so stressed out. Anyway, they've been doing these... Sorry, I got you way off. No, it's okay, but... Anywho, they have all these weddings that they've been showing on Freeform, and it is pretty cool. And there are romantic venues that you can use at Walt Disney World, and now including the Magic Kingdom and 
the little bridal suite thingy at, I can't think of the exact name and it's not in this article. It just says that, that it's at Grand Floridian. And so that you can have these Disney fairy tale weddings, they now have weddings at Animal King's Tree of Life, Fort Wilderness Campground and Resort, which I thought was really cool, Nick, because um, some people are really outdoorsy. And what a cool thing to have your wedding at the Fort Wilderness Campground. I mean, if you're an outdoorsy person and... Yes, I can I can think about better places on no, resort no, no. to have it. But I'm just saying, we have several friends that really love to camp. I mean, it's thrilling for them to go and camp, do a campfire. and So I think it would be really cool that they're having that as an option. And then finally, the Chinese theater at Hollywood Studios. That's interesting for me right now that they're going to use that. I think it's great. But how much longer can they use that? Because it's not going to always Isn't be the Chinese Isn't it funny we theme. keep calling it the Chinese theater? Well, that's what, yeah, that's what's yeah. in the article. Right. So uh, if you have the amount of money that's expendable for you to be able to do a Disney wedding, I recommend it, but I'm just telling you there's so many better things that you could use your money. Dude, if I had that kind of money, that kind of jack, I'd be renewing my vows there. That'd be awesome. Well, there was a wedding on one of the channels, I think it was three weeks ago, and this lady was on there, and she got married at a court. I said, maybe she got married in a courthouse, and then right after that, they said, well, our original wedding was at a courthouse, and my husband always promised me a real wedding. And Kaylee's like, dude, what do you do that you can renew your vows at Disney World? But it was pretty cool. And their kids were in it. So that was cool for them. What well, would be funny, you know, I know Shrek is not Disney, okay? But envision Aaron and I uh, getting married at Disney World. I wouldn't be like Prince Charming or Prince Eric. I'd be more like Lord Farquaad, wouldn't I? <laughs> right? At five foot five. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking about size. I was like, your yeah. personality is not like him. He's a little no. weird. Oh, five foot five, right? You're not worried about your pedicure manicures and... Uh... I was the other day after uh, working in the landscaping, though. The rocks, like, I don't okay, know. but I don't see you with your little buffer all the time taking care of your What's funny is, nails. though, I did ask for a buffer. I, I was like, Aaron, <laughs> do we have a buffer anywhere in the house? Because my nails look like look awful after working in the landscaping. We have a friend that does that all the That's time. Funny. I don't see you doing that. Anyway, all right, moving on. So, Judge, so we've been talking about this for a little while about the property assessment. Mm-hmm. So, you had it up. That's okay. Go ahead. So, a judge rules in favor of Disney in court in a court battle over property tax assessments. Now, this is according to the Orlando. Sentinel. The Walt Disney Company has been in several ongoing battles with Orange County property appraiser uh, Rick, what's his last name there, uh, signs assessment of their properties at the Walt Disney World Resort. We brought this up a little while ago. I don't know how many episodes ago. Maybe it's, before I even left. I like think so. May. Well, we talked, we did a little um, update while you were gone. Okay. But- Specifically in the dispute, it's over more than $336 million valuation of Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort. Interesting because this one's going over a transformation right as we speak um no no no, that's caribbean beach club oh yeah sorry it is my bad never mind so just take that thought and take it right out of my head so we're talking yacht and beach club resort disney succeeded in convincing a judge that the value should have just been over 188 million not the 336 million resulting in an overpayment of around 1.2 million dollars in property taxes uh with orange county so so uh, they owe them a refund Orange County, Orange County owns or owes that too. Disney has to pay it back. This is what a Disney representative said. We are pleased with the judge's ruling, which confirms the property's appraiser's methodology was inappropriate and unconstitutional and led to an unlawful 118% increase in the assessed value of Disney's property. Here's the Orange County appraiser. And this is his, he shared his response as well. With all due respect to, to the court's decision, uh, or the court's decision was grossly flawed 
and full of inaccuracies, and we will immediately file a motion for rehearing in this case. We firmly stand by our methodology and our accuracy of our assessments, assessment, and are prepared to vigorously defend the case on behalf of the taxpayers of Orange County. So, this is the assessor's office. They do this for a living. This is their job. I know. So, do they? So, so did they mess up once, or is the judge, dare I say, bought and paid for? I don't know. Or was it really just a mistake? You know, I'm not. We will I'm never know. Meaning either way, this is cool because we know this is going to go on and linger on for a while. So we're going to see this again later on, months down the road. Oh, so I'm sure wait. we are. Love it. The last thing I want to talk about is the renovated World of Disney store that has been reopened. Now they have half of it opened up. My family and I ventured into the world of Disney last time we were out there. Now was it been two weeks now? Not quite, About but yeah. A week and a half. We went inside. I have some photos for you, Vicky, and you have not seen any photos yet of World of Disney, correct? No, I did but not, but I did hear from it, it. You remember what it looked like, right? I do remember, the. but Heidi and Leanne did talk to us a little bit about oh, it. Okay, so maybe your your, uh, your answer here may be biased a little bit, but okay. tell me what you remember of World of Disney. Like when I'm entering into it? Yeah, close your so eyes. So if I'm going into the main area, they always have shirts for men and women, um, sometimes kids, and hats when you first enter into the store. What do you remember about the colors? Um, I remember Were it mostly dull? being... Or vibrant, dull or vibrant. I probably vibrant. I would say there's things hanging from the ceiling. Um, like now there was a Star Wars area when we were there this last time, and it had something Star Wars hanging from the ceiling. There is the dishes came alive. Yeah, like, yep, yep. Remember all that? Yeah. So I hope they kept that. I don't know if they have, but I didn't see that when I was there. I didn't see the dishes. Nothing came alive. Nothing uh, would do a little sing- song and dance on the walls, you know, ah. which was really cool because that Disney's about the cool things like that, right? The fantasy stuff. Like the magic mirror now, and everything. So the World of Disney Store and Disney Springs, we all know it's, they've been undergoing or it has been undergoing a massive remodeling. Now... It's set to be finished this fall of 2018. Half the store is open. Half of it's still under refurb right now. We see the store, the world of Disney. You can see in the photos, and I have them here. The store's new design basically has like a modern uh, industrial feel or look to it, and it most certainly does with the natural hard uh, wood floors. Well, they're not wood floors, but they look like they're laminate. Hard, yeah. Right. Hardwood floors. Everything's flush, flat, very neutral-based colors. Okay, and I want to show you some pictures here. We can throw these and up then, on the website, here too. Here you go. You can see the pictures. It looks really neat. Kind of looks like... Uh, it looks like Poly- wilderness. Polynesian Wilderness Lodge-esque, right? Yeah. I'll give you that. That was my first impression when I walked in. Oh, that's the same floor my mom and dad have in their kitchen. So you can see, right, the pop has been taken away. Yeah. What I mean by the pop, the vibrant colors, right. the little the little things, the details that Disney added that you would just see on the walls, right? The dancing dishes, right. the, the colors, the the flooring, right? Like it was all bright and vibrant and alive. So I wonder what now made them change it. Now it's very much neutral and modern, which looks great. No, this it, it doesn't amazing. look bad. It just does not look like is, it, it did. It looks clean. Yes. And it had a, a, a new smell to it, you know. Of course. It didn't have like the sweaty, touristy <laughs> cool. smell, you know, of old. But it was fresh. It was clean. I really liked it a lot. One improvement that I that I would suggest, and I hope they do this now, it's set to open this fall when they're going right, to the open full the opening. full store. Bring back the vibrant characters, you know, bring back the, the dishes that dance. Now, hopefully they will. I didn't see that, so maybe it was on the other section, right? But bring back all the little things, the details, you know, on the floors, on the walls that 
that we loved that pop you know well it's just like um and i did report this before you left about stitch not spitting and they're wondering are they so going to bring stitch that back is not spitting he was not spitting uh let's see here the last yeah last time we were out there he was not spitting well and they said that i had told you that before i left they're hoping that means that it's gonna spit when they're done with the refurbishments they just don't have him turned back on now but uh i think that'll be a controversy if it doesn't so here are what people are saying you know it looks like mall stores stripped down to nothing i'll be there in november so i hope it looks better in person other people are saying i can't agree more uh people are saying this is a big change for disney uh disney's all about the big statics and the 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 vibrant color you know and they've just taken it away way it seems like disney is um uh, remodeling it says here everything to make it look very modern so even the resorts and everything else and it's true if if, if you think true. about pop century pop century music right yep all these other resorts they're being remodeled and they all look plain jane inside right. not that they didn't before right I mean, so even in my remodeled uh refurbished room i mean it was clean i loved it I loved it. I mean, it was clean. It was fresh. Uh, everything was flush. You know, it was. It wasn't like vibrant inside. It was dull. But they still had Disney characters. You know, right? I mean, they had Pluto up there for us. They can do. The, hopefully, they do the same thing in World of uh, Disney, where they bring in some of the characters and put them up on the walls. I did not see them when I was out there uh, just a week and a half ago. But again, I was trying to. I was chasing down my kid at the same time, right? And looking, trying to gain more product knowledge on the World of Disney. Uh, multitasking. You know? Right. So um, if I missed maybe a character or two, I may have. I didn't see them or they weren't as apparent as when before they refurbed the store. Hmm. That's interesting. So that was the last article I wanted to bring up. And that's all I got. So uh, Vicky, I think it's about that time. Why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. July 11th, 1984, nearly 400 cast members stood before the Sleeping Beauty Castle to celebrate Disneyland's 30th anniversary a year earlier. The cast members volunteered on their own time to be there to have a photograph taken for a marketing campaign to publicize the milestone anniversary. And as we all know right now, they're having negotiation issues with wages. So I wonder if that was now, would they come on their own time to take that picture? I'm sure they would. Who would want to have that hanging up on their wall? I tell you what, though, the money that they're going to receive back, what was it, like $1.3 million Yeah, from Orange County for the tax assessment? Yeah. Use a little bit of that to give your $1,000 bonuses to your employees. There you go. Just saying. July 12th, 1961, the first draft of a screenplay is completed for the new Disney film titled Mary Poppins. So that was 1961. July 13th, 1955, Walt and Lillian Disney celebrated their 30th wedding anniversary at the not yet open Disneyland. This is pretty cool, Nick. Lillian Disney invited guests to a Tempest I'm um, going to not mess it up. Tempest Fujit celebration at six o'clock in the evening. And as the guests were arriving, they actually were transported down to Main Street and Frontierland via horse-drawn carriages. And from there, everybody was taken on a ride around the rivers of America aboard the Mark Twain Riverboat while sipping mint juleps. And although they are, are, were already engaged, Roy E. Disney, Walt's nephew, uh, presented a ring to his fiancée, Patty at this 30th anniversary celebration and afterwards the guests headed to the Golden Horseshoe Saloon for dinner and the very first performance of the show called Golden Horseshoe Review created by Wally Boag, the original Pecos Bill, um, performed for them at that event. That is really, really neat. What a cool anniversary present. I know, right? 
and she was like, it seemed like she did it without Walt knowing is how I'm reading that. And maybe I read it wrong, but it says she was the one that invited everybody. So I wonder if he knew. I'm sure he did. That it says Park. This is true. July 14th. 2005, Disneyland receives the coveted Award of Excellent Star adjacent to the Hollywood Walk of Fame in recognition of its 50th anniversary. And the dedication took place on Hollywood Boulevard in front of El Capitan Theater in California. July 15th, 2005, Disney's California Adventure opens its newest attraction, Turtle Talk with Crush, which is, uh, and it's at their Hollywood Pictures back lot. It says, we have Turtle Talk at Epcot. Still very cool. Um, if you've never done that, I encourage you to do it even as an adult. It's fun to see the turtle interacting with the audience. So also on July 15th, this went with it, Nick, so I felt like I needed to say it. Of 2005, the Anaheim Park uh, announced that the Finding Nemo submarine voyage was going to be built on on the site of the old submarine voyage attraction. And was that there? Yeah, it had to have been there when you and Dave and Casey and all them went and ran in Disneyland. Yes, it, uh, yes, it was. So did the you Nemo attract the Nemo attraction? Mm-hmm. So Dave did. Dave and I believe Pam uh, and where was I? I don't know if I. You're I ended up doing something else. Room? I don't know if I got on. I think maybe I got on Matterhorn Mountain. And oh, maybe by yourself. They, and maybe they went on. I think with get on with Aaron. I can't remember. That, oh, yeah. Aaron was there. That's right. But that trip is such a blur because I literally did both parks in one day. Oh, wow. And got on everything I wanted to get on. So it was it was a fast pace. Well, that's trip. good. I mean, it's good, but sad that you don't have all those memories. No, I mean, I had a three-day hopper. Don't get me wrong. But right. I, that day that they went on that ride, I remember that day specifically was an all-day day, back and forth, back and forth. Gotcha. Okay. I really can't remember, Vic. Sorry. No, you're okay. So July 16th, 1993 is when Disney's live adventure feature Hocus Pocus starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Jima, and Omri Katz was released into theaters. Now, here's the thing that I thought was interesting about that, Nick. For some reason, my mind said that movie was released at Halloween and it was released in July. I can't remember. I mean, it's played at Halloween. So maybe that's what my mind's thinking now that they always air it on Halloween. So that's when it was. But uh, pretty hilarious. And uh, Kenny Ortega directed that movie, which is the guy that did the choreography for High School Musical. Okay. thought that was pretty interesting. July 17th, 2002, Daniel Rodriguez. Ooh, Nick, that sounds familiar. Uh, I wonder if our listener that one is related to him from Arizona. This is a New York police officer, though. And There's he, a lot of Rodriguez. How do I say? There is a lot of Rodriguez. How do you, Rodriguez's? Rodriguez's? Yeah, that's a tongue twister. Yeah, there you say go. say that. Rodriguez's. But he's a New York... Rodriguez's. <laughs> so, he is a New York City police officer and a tenor who made memorable appearances singing patriotic songs following the September 11, 2001 attacks. Um, he performed in a ceremony celebrating the 47th anniversary of the opening of Disneyland, which I thought was pretty awesome. And I do... I like that that Disney always brings in um, the service men both people that serve they our, do a great job at that yeah yes, bringing do. in the people like you that serve our country as well as our service people like police officers and and First EMTs. yes thank yep. you i couldn't no, think of the name overall no well nick that's about all the history that i have for this week that levels us out and takes us up until our next news segment well listeners be sure to listen to friday's show where we go back in time to learn about the history of it's a small world. If you have a question, comment, or you want to be a guest on our next show, simply contact us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or text us 407-674-0414. If you want to book your next trip and you want that free quote, text us 407-674-0414. <laughs>
Again, at 407-674-0414 or email us via travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Remember to check out our friends at waltexpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, we'd like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Vixter, I think it is about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a magical magical day, day, my my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades Podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.